Hello, I'm Aidan Gallagher. I'm Peter Reeves. Welcome to API, our integration podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to set the world to rights on various topics in the world of enterprise integration, and it scratches our collective itches as engineers who just want to uh, rant about enterprise IT over a cup of coffee. Or tea. Hello, Peter. Hello, Aidan. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good, thank you. What brings us to uh, what brings us to the podcast today, Peter? Well, we we're going to talk about projects. Well, in particular, we we're going to talk about uh, teamwork and working in a team and putting together a team for a new project. And we know what teamwork makes, don't we? We do know what teamwork makes. Makes the dream work, Peter. Yeah, yeah, it does. <laughs> do you know who first said that? Um, I do not know who the the, per- the person that I th- the person that I was going to say first said that i think said a different quote instead so forget it never mind do you know who first said that no neither of us does brilliant <laughs> do, shall, i'll tell i'll tell you the quote i was going for it was like the um there was a company called lombardi that made a bpm business process management software and their flagship project was product was called teamworks and someone told me that it was a uh, it was named after a quote from Vince Lombardi, which was, the team wins when the team works. That is pretty good. The team it's wins. a good quote. The team wins when the team works. Yeah. I remember I googled it and Vince Lombardi was like a baseball coach. So I thought, why is this guy making software? But does, there you go. Does what he wants. He needs a side hustle. Yeah. Baseball coaching <laughs> isn't paying the bills. Should we talk about teamwork? Yeah. You mean in the IT sense rather than the... the in sports. the IT sense. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, so what about teamwork were we going to talk about? Well, to give a bit of a, a bit of a background, we came up with this topic of discussion because we were both in situations where uh, we were in the middle of putting together teams to start on new projects. And so it was an opportunity to discuss kind of what are the dynamics when a new technical team gets put together to work on a piece of software or on a project delivery and all of the things that that would entail and then how to how should a team work well together and some of the implications around that. Yeah, so we started talking about what makes a team go. How do you get a team to, to, to deliver on the things that you need them to? How do you engage the team from the beginning how do you make sure that everybody sort of got some buy-in into into whatever the project's doing so let's start let's do so how do you actually manage a technical team so whenever i think about it i think of it as like oh well any team would have like a project manager stuck to it but there might be it might be a technical lead assigned to it as well someone who's kind of not as maybe not necessarily more senior but more kind of leader-esque it's almost um, two lines of the same senior, isn't it? Like the same level of seniority. You've got the a more technical sided person who is responsible maybe for the, the actual team's technical delivery. And then obviously you've got the PM who makes sure that the project's hitting the relevant delivery times. Mm, yeah. And would you say that their roles overlap? Um, mm, no, I think I wouldn't. And the reason I wouldn't is because I think that the PM is responsible for making sure that everyone is. Uh, I think they do. Actually, yes. So yeah, I take it all back. I think they do overlap when it comes to making sure that the team are happy and and uh, able to perform the work. 
but they're probably looking at it from different sides. The PM's thinking, have you got all the all the things that you need to perform the task? Whereas a tech lead might be, do you know all the things you need to know in order to perform the task? The PM might be like, are we on track to finish this on time? And the tech lead will be more about how long do we need to deliver this from a technical perspective as in how long will it take us and and are our timelines right or wrong and and they can see as time goes on whether that's correct whereas the pm is probably more responsible for managing the expectation between the leadership the management who are asking for the thing to be built and then and then the, the technical team on the ground you know the realities of actually building something so i think they do overlap um yeah i think they do overlap but i think it is they're doing they're performing slightly different rules roles one's sort of a human side if one's a, a technical side as sort of technical lead suggests yeah i think that um i i kind of wanted to say the sort of devil's advocate well what what does a technical pm do but i think you're i think you're correct that you hi- you've highlighted one sort of um i don't want to say responsibility but activity that must be addressed which is kind of managing yeah, stakeholder management basically uh, managing the pe- the expectations of the team. Sorry, the the expectations that people have of the team. And there's no reason why the t- there's no reason why somebody can't do both roles. Like you, you said, a technical PM. Yeah, there are technical PMs. I know technical PMs. Um, people who work who have sort of a foot in both doors. Not a problem, but I think they are performing two separate roles. And I suppose the question is how. How do they manage the technical team? How do you get a technical team to to perform? And I'm not. I don't think we have the answers, do we? Because if we did, we'd probably be millionaires, and and yeah. we'd have we'd have written a book already. Well, let let's move on to our next kind of question, which was kind of how to share goals and vision within a team. Um, which is. I think something that I may have struggled with in the past, sort of how do you get buy-in to, I say, the vision, um, especially when maybe it's not your it's not your baby, it's not your project. To address that, how do you kind of direct and manage people? I think you kind of need to give them a bit of the bigger picture because otherwise you can do some sort of not intentionally, you can probably end up doing some kind of mushroom-esque behaviours where people are totally kept in the dark and it, it means that no one really has a very enjoyable experience and no one has a very... And it's just not very motivating for people. So I'd say that one of these things that a team at least has to share, if it's not being kind of pushed down by some kind of tech lead type role or being pushed down from above, is some kind of, yeah, goal or vision... I don't know what you think of that. It's an odd one because there's been times when I've gone onto a project and I've not needed to really know about the overall goal, but that's because I've I was a very small piece in a much larger puzzle. I don't know, if I have two days of work to do, is that really a is that really a is it really a problem if I don't know the wider goal? If I've if I've just come in and done two days of work, it's important that I understand requirements, but I might not need to understand why the business wants to do a specific thing. Whereas if you're a team, I think. Th- the vision needs to be based on something quantifiable and I think we struggle a little in the IT world to make technical teams aware of the sort of the business implications. So we're having this new project to release this new functionality on 
on on our application on our you know web app brilliant brilliant and and i I think technical people we think yeah let's oh i could do it like this i could do it like that i'd be really good if i added this other thing I think that's really clear. You, you say there's no vision. I think that's really clear. It's like, okay, as a web app, we're going to do this function. And then this guy who works on some key components says, yeah, I know. I'm going to support this wider function. And this guy who works on this backend service thinks, right, I'm going to support this function. See, I would think, I think that might be enough, um, enough kind of stuff. Whereas when you said, oh, I was just a little piece, I was just a little cog in the machine. That's not going to be. It's not going to be that. Oh, and you absolutely knew absolutely nothing. You probably thought you're probably given the the kind of brief that you will do tasks X, Y, and Z, and that will support tiny cog a function. But you are still kind of given right. Okay, I know that for this organization, I'm going to deliver this tiny little cog's worth of functionality, and I will have a bit of kind of ownership and responsibility, and that's what sort of gets me going. Can I challenge that slightly? So I, I, my, my slight challenge would be that a technical team driven entirely on the technical aspects, which is what I've just mentioned there, yeah. are going to be highly driven. I can't remember where I read it. Ages and ages ago, like the 50s, the 80s, whatever. Somebody wrote a paper about how we make, ourselves, we make work for ourselves. And I think from a technical perspective we we continue to make work for ourselves however i think sometimes the technical needs to meet the business so senior leadership might say well we need something that works that that bring that customers are going to use um i need and i don't know we need 30 customers per month to buy something on using this new functionality on the web app say it's say it's say it's one click to make to make the return on investment and to pay all of these technical people's salaries we need to get this out in the next two months and it needs to hit the minimum of all these things from a technical perspective you might think okay but to support this i need to have a devops pipeline in place okay somebody in your team who is a security person might say well i know we're going to get loads of issues further down the line because we haven't implemented this security thing i think i'm trying to say if you have too much of the vision, but not not the business directive, like what's the hard, what's the cold hard facts from the business side of things, um, a team might get carried away. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry, I've ranted, I've rambled. No, I think I think I think that's good, and I think the point that maybe not the point that you're trying to make, but the point I took away was around balancing, uh, almost selling like a team like i don't know the the dream of you can go and you can implement a yeah people do like to take pride in their work you can you can implement this great system but it has to serve this purpose and it's got to be realistic because i just think if you give if you give people free reign and a load of money they will go and just write reams of code and and fluff it's it's how you said people will make work for themselves so we've discussed kind of the thoughts about managing a team and kind of how to have a, a sort of strong a strong vision and, and how to maybe balance it between vision and kind of fantasy. Oh, we've also talked about kind of the difference of a tech lead and a PM a little bit as well. I was going to say, how do you keep the team on that vision? Say you've got a variety of contractors coming in to do their own independent bits of work. If each of them are coming in to do two days worth of work, say like the, like what I you know we've we've been on before, well, can you come in and 
turn this thing on for us. Yes, okay, turn on. Um, the vision doesn't really mean much. So, how do you how do you get contractors and do you do you really need to think about teamwork if someone's going to be here for two days and then disappear forever? I would I would say I would say no. I'd say it's not relevant. I'd say that that that's contractors in like the kind of throw away cloud sense. Not not to be mean, but like. All right. Say say a two year a two year project and and you've got someone coming in for four or five months. You've got a two year project and then you've got some fixed goals throughout there. Might change a little bit the implementation or whatever, but the the goals are the same. And you have somebody come in for a very short piece of that. How do you communicate that vision as new people come into the team? How do you bring the multiple teams together onto a, onto a single sort of view? To be honest, you'd probably have people that start doing a kind of evangelical type work. Have you ever, you've ever been to those like big sort of town hall scrum meetings where they get absolutely everyone on a project and they talk about project goals and they talk about results and you think oh this is this is corporate fluff but really but really those sorts of things do serve a purpose because they keep everyone on the same page and they kind of see this is how as a team we are affecting some uh, big hairy goal uh, so i think that that's probably some sort of necessary evil when it comes to yeah keeping someone on board if even if they're just going to be in and out three or four months of like a two or three year project yeah i think that's all you can do along with the maybe day-to-day stuff of in in some sort of in some agile scenarios you'd have like a uh a product owner someone representing the business or someone who who's who's responsible for the uh the kind of the link between the business and the technical team uh, that person I would expect to be kind of saying, yeah, this is this is what the business needs, and this is what we're providing to the business, and and this is that role. Yeah. Um, I don't think they see themselves. I don't think that person sees themselves as like a the glue day to day sort of like Mister Motivator keeping the team on track. I think they probably see themselves as doing a an important communications role. But that it's that it's that communication which is necessary that stops people just going into their own little world and writing some ridiculously specialized tool that will never be used by anyone other than them i completely agree with you by the way oh that's good i was going to ask you what in the past when you've been part of a a project and and you've been working as part of a team what has what you know? What are some of the key qualities that you've seen in it that that have made a good tech lead? So, for example, I know I know when I'm going on a project. I think I, I think I know very early on after a week or two whether a, a project manager is going to be going to be good or a tech lead is going to be good based on you know behaviours or or whatever and, and things that I've just, you know things that I've noticed in the past. Is there anything that you look for in a tech lead when you join a project that that screams sure oh, okay this is gonna this is gonna be a safe experience. I'm in good hands here. I think probably someone who is very knowledgeable but also very kind of calm. So because when I think of it when when I think of what I want from like a tech lead on a project, I think of someone who I can like bring a really meaty issue to and I can at least either talk it through with them or they can give me some pointers on where to go or they can think actually yeah, this is a bit of a problem. We need to maybe raise it as a bit of an issue and think what we're going to do about it. So if it's like, I don't know, you're two months into a project and you've just hit some snag which makes you think actually it's going to be two months later than planned because there's no way we can fumble through this. 
that's the sort of thing where I'd think, oh, crikey, I'm going to start panicking about this, and I'd want someone that I can lean on in that kind of situation. So that's something that I'd probably want. I don't know whether that's a tech lead role or like a technical PM type role. No, I think, I think that's right, yeah. But then in terms of tech lead, I would think of someone who is very, very, very strong with the software that we're implementing, i.e. they are like a, a senior implementer, programmer, whatever you want to call for the whatever's appropriate for the um, for the technology. Yeah. Because it's likely that the project will be staffed with maybe a couple of senior people and a couple of maybe a few more junior people who won't be as familiar. So you, you're going to, so as part of this project, it's also going to be a, a learning opportunity. I think that's the case with nearly every project. It's not the case that you'll, every project will be staffed with complete experts who have done been been working on this technology for five years each that's simply not how it is so i think someone who is able to share knowledge and understand and train is something that's also important as well because i assume that on any project there's going to be uh, people like junior resources people that have never used the technology before that kind of thing Go on then. Let's 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 hear from you. What would you what would you say are the kind of qualities that you have always preferred to see or have, have liked to see in in your kind of tech lead? Right. So when you've just said that, that that I've realised that in my head I, I've known the, the the people who have have been displayed good tech lead, and I probably would have described how you know I've gone for a cup of tea with them and I've been able to have a chat with them, and they've 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 made themselves available to go through small issues that that might seem large to me or me at the time and as I've sort of expanded my knowledge um like you say I've been able to go back to them and get get the level of 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 input from them that that I've needed at the time but it's only when you've just said it but yeah somebody who's calm that is that is what uh the common denominator is it's a it's a calmness and it's a level-headedness when other people are losing their heads this is gonna be a quote isn't it it's um yeah you'll be a man my son who is that is that rudyard kipling rudyard kipling yeah if if you can keep your head when others are losing theirs and and that they they it is that because i've i've got het up before when i was when i was a young grad just starting out in the world um you know, I've I've gone up and said, "Oh, this doesn't work. This doesn't work. You know, the product can't do this." Blah blah blah. I'm in too deep. Everything's gonna fail. The project's gonna fail. It's all because of me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then and they've said, "Hmm. Oh, actually, we did something like this 15 years ago when I was when I was in such and such, and we just landed on this project, and I did X, Y, Z, and ah, oh, maybe we could do something similar here. Why didn't you talk to X person or or hmm?" Have you considered looking at it this way? And and it's just really like being able to sit back and go, oh, okay, and no need to worry. Every everything that feasibly could have happened has already happened to that person. So I don't think it's, I think it is a seniority thing, but not. It's just because of the years of experience, the amount of situations that an individual has been in, and had to fight their way through in order to get a result or to, to fix a problem. Probably part of that is um, a good tech lead has probably failed before, as as is, is able to draw on that and 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 use it to sort of propel the team forward. So, I think a good tech lead is calm. They have they make themselves available to um, discuss things, and I think to a degree will um, take on some of the pressures of the project from 
junior members who are potentially getting more more het up about the day-to-day delivery of the project. Good. I feel like we both highlighted, um, I think, qualities that I've heard referred to as just to do with managers in general about how, I don't say, you don't really need them when everything's going well, but you want them to be there to help you resolve issues and in, in that sort of sense. And um, whenever you hear about how managers should be described as they should kind of give the team the support and the tools that are necessary and then just get out of their way and let them work, but be there if, they're, um, if they need something. Did you want to do a, your dream tech lead? Like a person in the world, and I've been racking my brain, so who would I pick? Who's who the person? I... Dream tech lead? Yeah, Keanu Reeves or... Um... <laughs> Stephen Fry. Very calm, pleasant voice, very yeah. knowledgeable, has probably heard about some ancient Greek thing that, that was very similar and very has a very stoical uh, output to tell you, to get you back on track. <laughs> I don't know. I want to come up with like some quippy, funny celebrity idea, but celebrities are celebrities because of entertainment can you, i can't think of a celebrity project manager even and then if, even if you think of celebrity engineers you don't know what they were like to work with if you pick someone like <laughs> yeah. i don't know brunel I've, I've got no idea if brunel ever had to run a scrum when someone yeah. was building a bridge or a train or something like that we don't know hey listener if you've you know your uh tech leader <laughs> get in touch <laughs> Uh, The last thing I wanted to talk about, Peter, was, I suppose, the personalities in a team. What makes a good dynamic mix of a team? If you, you know, like at school, you used to pick like your your football team or whatever, you you know, take it and somebody take it in terms of, I want them, I want them, I want them. Is it just skill or do personalities, uh, yeah, my question is, do personalities have, have are they just as important as skills when it comes to getting a team in? in IT. The way you've described it as in school, I always thought of it as like, oh, all the all the sporty kids hung out together and all the kids that liked like drama hung out together as though like you're going to have a, like if you're going to staff a project team building the next front end web view staffed out of all the kids that went to like drama and did theatre and stuff. I think you probably just need to make sure that it's people who are, I was about to say people that work well on the team. <laughs> People that um, are willing to get on with each other and people that are willing to learn and willing to um, sort of make mistakes and admit mistakes, I think is what is all you kind of need. Yeah, I agree. I think I think as long as the team is comfortable being themselves around each mm. other and comfortable to speak up when, when they need to or the dynamics isn't that, oh, God, I can't say anything or I've just get sort of shouted down or, or whatever. Yeah. That's been described as um, like sort of trust and trust within a team, and when when a team loses trust in each other, oh, there's a good there's a good that's a good article on this. I wish I could find it about what happens when a team stops trusting each other and how people stop uh, contributing and people stop sharing knowledge and all these uh, kind of externality type behaviors, things which you don't really. All, all the kind of the non-functional requirements of a team like that you don't realize are kind of passively happening in the background they all dry up and they all stop so it's quite a key thing to make sure that a team can trust each other how do you mandate that and how do you make sure that, that sort of thing happens i said su- no i suppose i suppose it's to do with um what, okay what would make you distrust someone on a team that you're with um if they said one thing but did the other i.e. 
there's some things you chat about with your team which you 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 know you'll say oh we shouldn't be doing it like this and then if me and you said oh, i don't think we should be doing it like this oh no definitely not and then we said oh let's bring it up in the meeting okay and then in the meeting i don't know you said it you said i uh i've got a few concerns about this I, I think we should do it this other way and then um i went nah the current way is brilliant <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> you know that's it depends if that was driven by a fear of a PM or a manager or whatever, or, or whether that somebody just being an idiot. The, the worst bit is I, 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 I once, I feel, I feel like I've, I've read articles on everything. I, I read an article on, on working, on how, on how to kind of work with yeah. in your team. And, uh, and, 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 the, and the answer seemed to basically be endure it or, or resign. Oh, great. great, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think another thing that stops trust is when you're, shout it down or if you're not listened to or if you don't feel comfortable being able to say what you feel about a specific thing or feeling like you're going to be marginalized for for, for for making an observation on a technical direction or a technical decision you know even if it's I, not I know popular. what you're saying the, the sort of thing that you might I, I don't want to say that it's necessarily confined to this but the kind of thing that you'd have in an agile retrospective or at least the, the the type of agile retrospective that I would like to have, which is a total kind of like a calm, but like a please talk freely about concerns and what you think's going well, what's not going well. And you would kind of like to see that sort of thing captured. Right. So um, we've talked about teamwork today. Yeah, we've talked about teamwork. We've talked quite a bit about tech leads, a bit about, yeah, working in a team with other people, what we think makes good tech leads, good teams and good team members. And what what drives a team towards a goal and if personalities play a role as part of a team. Yeah. I, I, I oh yeah, I was gonna mention at that point, um how uh, all these um sort of like automated job application things, they always ask you for like a personality test. And we said, um, all personalities are fine as long as you're able to sort of like work together and admit mistakes and but apparently there are some personalities that aren't good enough, <laughs> according to according to uh, real world recruiters. Is that is that less personality and more culture? Ooh. Find out next time on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's teamwork, and um, I think the next episode we're going to be talking about how do you motivate a team and and what gets a a team g'd up to to meet the goals and and how do you stop slumps in motivation when when the team gets going? Yeah, motivation and mood. Yeah. Yeah, good. Right, well, we'll see you next time then. Yeah. Lovely. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.